Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 231, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is made possible by Sacred Blossom Farm and over in Wisconsin with Tony DiMaggio, herbal gardener, herbal farmer. Uh, he sent us um, some samples, and one of the samples we got was Dream. Boy, I tell you, after looking at it, and, and the, the colors on this stuff is amazing, the, the purples and golds and greens. I mean, I've never seen herbs in this condition before, out of a, in a bottle, in a, in a package. They're amazing. Um, so I'm gonna, I did try some, and boy, it did put me to sleep. So if you're interested, sacredblossomfarm.com. And if you go there, you'll get uh, 15% off. Just use the coupon code REALHERB15. That's all caps. So it's R-E-A-L-H-E-R-B-15, Sacred Blossom Farm. Um, and again, if, if you purchase from them, you get the discount, but we also get a little bit as well to help support to practical herbalist and real herbalism radio. And now, here are your hosts. I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, herbalism radio. radio. So do you like being in business with me? Well, no, actually, no, I actually, really do. No, be honest, because it's a challenge <laughs> to both of us. We've been oh, married for um, 20, what, 27 years now, going on 27 20, years? Yeah, we're working on 27, baby. Ooh, right? And <laughs> we've been in business together um, in one way or another since 2006. So that sounds about right. 2005. I mean, we used to have uh, freelance businesses that were on the side. Yeah, we had side businesses side before, hustles. side hustles, we plus also, we had primary careers that were right. separate. But they were separate, but they were never. And then they weren't. And then they weren't. <laughs> and, and we've, and, and you've been um, a support person uh, in one business for three or four years. And then we started the Practical Herbalist in 2008. And that was where we really, um, you know, became entwined business-wise. And then as um, Mudpaw has grown, you've been involved in that too. And, yeah, we're, you know, so we've been partners in life, partners in business. And I'll be honest, you know, you and I accept things from each other that we would never accept from a business partner, <laughs> like outside <laughs> of the family. Yeah, you know, that was one of the things that I found fascinating about listening to Rin talk a little bit, um, both, you know, while we were recording and in some of the – when we were talking, you know, off recording, just about the fact that he didn't come from an entrepreneurial family. Right. You, I, Katja. We all had at least a little bit of yeah. experience in that. I mean, your family supported – your mom supported your family. Yeah. And My ran, parents yeah. did the same. Mm -hmm. So we, we were all in with business. Our, our families – expected the business to cover everything. There was no side hustle. You know, I mean, right. the business was the side hustle. I mean, yeah. side hustle. So we kind of, we kind of knew. So it, I think what I noticed, what I noticed when my parents went into business, because they came from families that were not entrepreneurial directly. Mm -hmm. And what they noticed and what became really hard is that being in business together is really intense. There are things you didn't expect you'd ever be dealing with, and then there you are. They're right in your lap, and you're doing it. Right. You know. I mean, not only are you dealing with the the home uh, finances and money and stuff, right. you're bring in, but then you have your business finances. Yes. You know, and just a simple thing of, you know, which would seem simple, just to take on a a building or a space and lease suddenly, you know, because ah! you're doubling your your as a sole proprietor, you're doubling. Um, your your outgoing without necessarily have um, doubled or tripled your incoming. Right, and when you're not running the business yourself, you know you're working for somebody else who's yep. running the business. That somebody else is responsible for all of that. Is responsible for figuring out how to market it and bring 
customers in the door, is responsible for figuring out how to keep all the numbers straight and report them to the IRS properly. They're responsible for all the legal structures and insurances and contracts and all that stuff is somebody else's problem. And maybe if you're a bookkeeper, you do a piece of that, but then you're not the one providing the service or you're not – you use – you as working for someone, you, you have one hat that you have to wear. And when you're a business owner, you've got three hats that you have to wear that each hat has an array of responsibilities for it. You know, so it's challenging. And and um, the yeah. first time you realize, the first time you're like running your own business and you step into that, if you didn't come from a family where you saw that was what was happening, it's a little bit of a shock. And it is hard to separate, <laughs> um, you know, business from home. When oh, we, yeah. Especially in our case, for many years, the businesses was at, was at home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even got to the point where because of the space in our home, we decided to make – um, our living room, our office. Oh, I remember so the days. So you'd have to walk through to go to the kitchen from the bedroom through the office. Yeah, you walk through the office to get to work or to get to get a drink, whatever. Mm-hmm. I also remember times where you were working and I was on the couch watching TV and we're listening to a movie or something together, but you're working. Mm-hmm. And there were times where the movie just has to stop and everybody's got to get quiet because you had to take a phone call. Yep. And we're all in the same room together because there is no other room and it's cold outside or it's too hot outside. Yeah. You know, it's and that's crazy. And, you know, the other thing too is like you had mentioned, you know, taking out an employee, which is a whole nother oh, gosh, uh, yeah. set of responsibilities. And that's the thing is that I think when people just go, and this is a general statement, but mm-hmm. people just go to work, I don't think they realize the sacrifice. And the time spent and the constant worry and the constant um, stress of owning a business. Yeah. You know, they go in, they do their job, they have to do a good job, and they, they're stressed along with that. But then they leave, right. they go home. But, you know, the owners at there at midnight or at home working at midnight to get more business in to drum up, come up with new ideas, well, come and up even new when products, you're, you know. Even when you're not working directly – your business is like a child. You're never done parenting. Oh, I know. I mean, it, 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 it's unrelenting. You, you and I will sometimes even go to our friends' homes. Who are, and it's funny because when you own a business and you're a sole proprietor or whatever, you beget other sole proprietors and business owners. Oh, yeah. So yeah. everything that you do together becomes a write-off in some way for somebody. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> everyone talks about their businesses. Yeah. You know, yeah. as much as people talk about how well their kids are doing in school or not doing in school, there's... Oh, I got to do this marketing thing. Hey, Patrick, do you know about this website? Hey, I, do you have this herbalism thing? I mean, so there's always – we're always talking about business in some capacity. It's rare that we are not talking about our business and moving it forward. I know when I was working corporate, people would say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm an art director at a magazine. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it is really neat. Oh, hey, how the fish bite? Yeah. You know, it, the conversation would say that's neat or we would talk about the coolness of it, but we would never talk about a marketing strategy you know, new ways to sell this feature, right. things we were going to do. If Holy you were crap, if you were hanging out with a lot of designers, you guys might geek out on the latest font. Right. Or the, what Photoshop has <laughs> decided to do or right. why is Adobe going to this new business model? And yeah, we would definitely have that. But it was never going to be – It was different. It wasn't in the same – the same way now where I get together with my friends and we go golfing and half the golfing is about uh, business solutions and the other half is about – or a quarter of it is about um, how we can open up markets and maybe the final quarter is, oh, good shot on that last hole. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't really actually yeah. enjoy the game 
as much as it is a way for us to get out and walk and then talk about business again. Yeah. So you never really get to leave it as a business owner. So right. add that with your partner. Yeah. It's well, like you, it's always on. It's intense. Yeah. You and I are just now – one thing, you know, we talk about the effect of COVID yeah. on us, our society, our, our, our time frame. One thing that COVID has done for us as a positive has made – forced, really, me to slow down. Yeah. Not obsess about it as much and every day and having to be just like not at the office or no point being at the office because the phone isn't ringing. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can do stuff for my for our businesses and stuff. But it was like at a point where it's like, well, I'm here because I need to keep up appearances. But well, you, know, you needed eh. you needed the structure too because you would have sunk fast. I think. If, well, yeah, the, I, yeah, that's, that's 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 a for sure <laughs> but, statement. But but I mean that's but I think everyone yeah. kind of needed that. So it's not a business owner thing as much. But you and I, there were times where sure we had our sorry we've we still have them. I mean. The blowback from COVID isn't over. No. Uh, but there were times where we just never – we talked about what we were going to do with the house and what our plans were here and what we were going to do there and, you know, uh, I remember up our discussions onto things. Yeah, I remember during the shelter in place, you actually watched a movie. Yeah, I hadn't watched you know? movies fully in a while. No, because normally know? if you're not at your computer or with a computer on your lap doing something, you're looking at your phone and a lot of times the things you're looking at your phone about are – somehow related to informing what you're going to do next with your business. Yeah, or checking email or getting yeah. writing up a to-do list for the next day. Like I said, informing whatever. what you're going to do next with your business. <laughs> it's always work-related. Right. So I did take the time in COVID to do a few other things that were outside of, well, indirectly they're related to business because, you know, there was some self-help stuff that I was doing, like the um, – the success principles with Canfield, Jack Canfield, and doing and starting to work on their exercise books to just move me up uh, on things. I thought that was you know something to do that was outside of what I normally would have done given my normal schedule. So that was something. And um, I know you've done a few introspective things um, because of that. Uh, but in general, though, it's always business, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. being married, it just puts that extra stress on on that and. You know, yeah, because we have that foundation of our families being entrepreneurial. We yeah, also, we knew we knew what we were getting into. Yeah, we all, yeah, you know what the the roller coaster is. Yeah, and we both had had corporate jobs, so we knew the difference between working for someone and working for yourself or for working on your own business. I mean, my father used to say that he actually was still working for someone. There's there's never really not working right. for. It's just. You traded responsibility. <laughs> you yeah, know, well, yeah, and, I, and I've told people that it's like, sure, I don't have this customer is one your boss. boss. Mm-hmm. I have multiple bosses yeah. that want different things at different times and, and different requirements. And yeah. you know, you're, when you're catering to everybody, um, it's different. You know, especially in the business that I do, which is service based. Yeah, you know, it's not you're you're worried about each individual. You know, if I was just selling widgets. I'm worried right. about the customer, but not in the same capacity that I am when I'm trying to make sure that they're getting exactly what they need for their website or their business card or whatever. I'm yeah. just selling a widget. They take the widget and go. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, but with our herbal business, you know, that has been a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. you can speak to that too uh, on that because it's just, it's been a, a long growth period. I mean, you know, for many years, as, as many of you know, we had another person on this podcast. Yeah. And, uh, this last year was when she moved on to different things. Um, yeah. And 
that was that was a big change. Now it became, you know, two instead of three. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like suddenly all the responsibility for the success of this business fell on my shoulders. Even yeah. though we share the business, of course, but I felt like yeah, it suddenly became very real, and there were things that I had in mind that I thought we could do, but you know, it not share, sharing the burden for a business with your partner in life is different than sharing the burden for a business with a business partner who doesn't live with you. Yeah. And you know? it, that can be a, obviously a gaining a benefit mm-hmm. and, 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 a, and what's the opposite of benefit? <laughs> <laughs> detriment. A detriment um, <laughs> to that as well. You know, if you get a partner that isn't vested in the total success of your business together, then they'll start to breed problems problems and you know but then you know and it's a hard one I, you know partnerships we've done them a couple of them now and and i would probably not tread into those waters again i think as you know for partnerships i mean, other than business with, with partner you, yeah, outside, other yeah. You, yeah um you know yeah. just because you know you and i are locked in and you know in life as well so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah when i make you mad you can't just run off and say Forget it. I'm oh, done. I do. You try. I, I, I do run off. To, forget it. I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm done. I'm out. And then I'll go outside and I'll come back in and then I, you'll just look at me. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, um, it's exactly that. Sometimes you just have to just say, I'm done. I'm out. I quit. But you know, it's just the words. Oh, yeah. Because the other person's looking at you like, you can't quit. You got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. You know, uh, yeah, not to mention that running a business is in your blood. So, you know. Yeah. But, you know, you were saying about um, you keeping the responsibility, you know, having to take that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it did come to you because as you were the support person for me, for Mudpaw for so many years, I then turned and I thought in my mind mm-hmm. was the support person for you. And I mean, a really good example would be you know, herbs in action. It was your idea. It was your, 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 your process, your thought about it and what you want to do. And it just kind of came together. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the website, the technology, the scheduling, the everything that was, that was all something I was building for you. Not the content. You did that. I just had to put it all in a place where you, a wrapper where you could put everything, you know, right. so adding to that, that support, you know, obviously I want to see you succeed. I'm your partner too, but I'm not, I'm not the driving force like I am in Mudpaw. Right, yeah. Right. For Mud Pod Design, pretty much where you say we're going is where we're going, and I'm going to do everything I can to support you. But I'm not a graphic designer myself. I don't have that expertise. I really don't know how to sell that. So when people are interested in, you know, having some design work done or having something printed or, you know, they want to have shirts pressed or whatever it is they might be wanting, they want a new website, they want right. to know if they can do a sell sheet online or – any of these things, I've heard that you can do this. You're going to talk to Patrick about that. <laughs> I have a tendency to say, oh, yeah, I'm sure he can do that. E-commerce, yeah, I know he can do that. Database management, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I hand them off to you and then you figure out whether you really can or not or if I've just suggested that you might be able to do something that's honestly a programmer's work. Yeah, which, not, not, in, not in the wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> right. For sure. 
join the Herbal Nerd Society. You'll become one of the many wonderful people who support this podcast, and we will very much thank you for it. Join the Herbal Nerd Society at HerbalNerdSociety.com. But, you know, going you know, back to you know their their beginnings and, and where they had started mm-hmm. and how they were doing it, I mean, it was so funny because, you know, she, you know, you and I didn't come from herbal backgrounds. No. They didn't come from herbal backgrounds. Right. Right. Um, yeah, that was one of those things that, like, oh, made my, like, heart just so happy because I'm like, oh, finally, somebody who wasn't raised with this just like I wasn't. And they're so successful and they're so vibrant and, you know, they're so knowledgeable. They know what they're doing. Right. I aspire <laughs> to this. You aspire know? to be like this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and they, you know, just like um, – just like many of the people we've talked to, you know, you yeah. you trip into things. You someone hands you a book and says, "Hey, you should check this out," and then it resonates with you. Yeah, you go down that path. Or um, like for her, you know, it, you know, she basically it sounded like she just tripped and fell into Rosemary Gladstone's lap. Yeah, and, and then that really just started her process. Yeah, and what they decided to do and how they were going to keep moving forward, and even it seems like how they met was it was kind of that that way. Um, Similar to like, you know, how you and I met. We met once six months prior and then we met again in the, you know. And then it clicked. <laughs> and then it clicked. But the first time it didn't. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's just an interesting way of how we go about this. And then we both get tired of working for the man. Yeah. Like they were tired of working for the man. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a different way. And, you know, so after I'm- after doing, after going through all of the years that we've been doing this, I think the most challenging four months has been this year for me. For you, definitely. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, I've watched you. This has been the biggest struggle for you. I mean, COVID has been um, its been a litmus test, I think, for many, many businesses. <sighs> and, and many businesses and many relationships. Yeah. Many, many, you know, partners, business, or am I trying to say? Marriages, but partnerships, you know, intimate yeah. partnerships. Yeah. Um, it's added a level of stress and a level of financial duress to most of us. Um, and I think if you can get through this as a business owner, you'll probably become out of it stronger. But you still got to have your wits about you because who knows what's going to come down the pipe. And let's be honest. I mean, they keep saying we're in a now we're in a recession. But I look at the numbers and I just don't see how we're not in a depression. I look at the numbers and I also look at the people around me and what's happening in my community. I'm thinking looks a little depression y to me. Yeah, kinda. You know? Kinda kinda looks like what I recall my grandparents talking about. It looks a little bit like what I've read about what the Great Depression was like. A little depression y. You know, the thing <laughs> is is like I in in all of the years that, that I've been doing this, I've gotten calls from other graphic designers for jobs twice. Right. Once in two thousand eight and nine. Yep, right after the and yeah, and I know why they're calling. Yeah, because they have their own unemployment. They got laid off by their company. Yeah, you know now they're on unemployment, so they have to call to look for work. You know, and I don't know if they even really want the job or not. But and I don't have a job to give, unfortunately. Um, but I just find that interesting, you know. And for me, you know, if I can, we can work this right. We might be able to come out a little bit better on this because to find those companies that have laid people off, they can hire people like me. Right. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's a whole nother dis- discussion. It's just how you navigate the ups and downs through business and how you navigate your ups and downs with your 
your partner, who happens to also be your significant other or marital partner, is a really big minefield. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll give an, an example. So it's today the day recording. Um, I, Candace, you called. You said, hey, you know, can you come home and, and help with a couple things? And, you know, then we can go and we can record the show. And I said, yeah. But Candace didn't know where my mind was at at no. all. She had no idea how... I did have a little trepidation as I was asking. There was a little part of me that was like, are you really sure you want to ask him to do this? But right? as, as the really optimistic individual I am, I said, oh, little part, he's fine. It's he's fine. fine. This will be fun. Right. It'll be but, helpful. But she didn't know how my morning went. <laughs> <laughs> my morning was challenging. And I was in a place when I saw her that I was pretty much like, I quit. I'm done. I'm out. Despair. I'm. 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 I'm we're packing. We're selling the house. We're packing it up. We're going back to Midwest. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm freaking done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard because I can't. You know, the you know midday today. I could not see. I couldn't see the path to success, and I couldn't see the path out. Right. I still can't this moment see that path out, but at least I'm in a better position than I was three or four hours ago. Um, and that's the thing as a business owner. Even a good person, but as a business owner especially, the second you let that take over, mm-hmm. you're done. It's over. And no matter how much you try after that, you'll lose steam, you'll lose momentum, and it's almost impossible to get it back into a way that doesn't look like desperation and people won't hire you. Um, yeah, and people can smell desperation. And, and business owners can smell desperation. It's, it's, it's not a good smell. No. And, you know, <laughs> so my state rubbed off on you. Yep. And then you spiraled down. Yep. And before you know it, we were in a full-on argument, in a spiral down depressive argument, where in our partnership, if one of us is down, the other one's up, it works, and vice versa. If we're both up, it, it works. works. When we're both down. Things go bad. Oh. <laughs> That's not a pretty picture for us. Uh, no. No. So when we know that about ourselves, so we each try to see what the other one needs in and out, but you didn't know – I didn't know what I was walking into. That's for right. certain. At all. And I didn't let you know. And and I thought I could just roll with it. But um, uh, that did not work. A couple of things just, you know, all it takes is a little thing to set off a bigger thing. Well, know? and and you've, you're like donkey. You wear your emotions right there on your sleeve. So even when you think you're hiding them, yeah, you're not. <laughs> I know. I know. And I, and, I, and I know that is why I'm in a networking group and I probably won't be president because even when I'm on – uh-huh. There is a part of me that people will get from me. There's an emotional – Your emotions part. will be there. You know, so. I mean I can – and this isn't in bragging. I don't brag. But if I walk into a room and I'm really up, I can bring the room up. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I walk into a room and I'm down, that room starts coming with me. Mm-hmm. And we've all met people like that um, that do that and I just happen to be one of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's not just me who said that. A lot of people have commented on that effect that you have. Right. So, but anyway, with that being said, it's just that was just the place where we were at today. And those are the kinds of things that, you know, if you want to do this, that's what you got to you got to wade through all of this. Yeah. So if you if your partner comes home and your partner's in that state of mind, but you don't have a business together, maybe your partner owns the business, maybe you do, maybe you own two separate businesses, but they're not together, or maybe one of you has a, got a different career, or you know, is a stay at home parent, whatever. The partner, the one partner, the one who just came home, your partner who just came home, who's in despair, 
you've got a ballast because your income doesn't come from that same place or because your self-identity and career doesn't come from that same place. Right, right. Uh, your partner, on the other hand, when they're, you're both in the same business like we are and one of you is down, suddenly the other one's looking at going, oh, my God, my partner's about to quit. Suddenly my income's going, all the, you know, everything that I was expecting even from the next week, let alone the next year or 10 years or whatever, my five-year plan has just been blown out of the water. Shot. Shoot, even five minutes from now, I don't know what I'm doing this afternoon now. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it can really rock your world, which is a challenge. <clears throat> right. So what is that? Um, do not tread lightly into that good night? Is that the... Yeah, do not go lightly into that, that good night. Yeah, rage, yeah. rage against the dying yeah, of the light. <laughs> so here you go. Uh, if you want to do this, it's a it's a challenge. It's, it can be amazingly rewarding. It can yeah. be. Um, yeah, awesome. there's some there's some benefits we haven't talked about. I mean, yeah. we, we're focusing because today was a down day for right, you. It was a down day. And, focusing you know, on this the hard side of it, but right. there's also things that are incredible about you know being in business and being in business for your with your with your partner. Okay, so what are those things? Well, one of them is the fact that I could call you on the spur of the moment and say, hey, you want to come do this with me? Yeah. And you could say, yeah, I can shuffle things around really easily. I'm going to go. And you don't have to punch a clock. You don't have to get permission. There's no documenting your hours off for vacation time. Right. or You just choose to go. Yeah. And – I can later say when when I feel like, oh, wow, you know, I've got this great idea and I, I really want to run with this. I'm going to get this article. And you're like, you know, honey, it's it's 8 o'clock at night. Is I'm going to go to, you know, do this, go to bed or whatever. It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to go to bed. And I can say, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to get this done now. I can sleep late tomorrow. Right. I don't have to be up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I can sleep till 10. I can stay up as late as I want. And it's no big deal because right. I can do that. Yeah, we have that. That you and you're self-employed, you typically have a lot more flexibility in your schedule. Yeah. Especially in, in our businesses. I mean, the practical herbalist and realism radio doesn't really have office hours and people don't necessarily come from 9 to 5 anytime. It's when we want to run it, how we want to run it, how we want yeah. to do it. Yeah. You so set your own lot, schedule. Yeah, you set your own schedule, which is great. Um, and when we were raising our son when he was in the younger years, being able to just take off and say, wow, it's an amazing warm day. The watering hole is going to be Perfect. Oh, yeah. I know how Tides times. changed. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to go. I did go. that in the middle of the week, 105 yeah. degrees up. Finn, we're going swimming. Yep. Yep. I mean, it was like a couple weeks ago, Phyllis Light's talking about the ginseng hunt. And I'm like, yeah, we used to go mushroom hunting. We we could just do it. We yep. could just say, hey, it's Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday afternoon. And the weather's just right. And mushrooms are popping. We're gone. We're out of here. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's one of the incredible things about mm -hmm. running your own business. I mean, sure, you still have to do business. And you can't just like – run off and, and do something for an afternoon and then not make up the time, as it were. But you juggle, you manage it. Exactly. When you get a great contract that comes in or like, I mean, there have been times where I've watched you building a relationship with a new client and the thrill and the joy and the, you know, dare I say it, ecstasy you get from helping somebody else in their business find the right path for their marketing and then build it and what the, the joy they get from watching it come together and you make it so easy for them. I mean, mm -hmm. and the thrill you get from doing that as your partner, it's amazing to be able to watch that and to be a part of that. And I'm only watching it and being a part of it because I'm in business with you. Right. 
when you worked for the company, you had those moments too, like when you were learning digital photography. But I didn't see any of the joy, really, because I wasn't a part of the team. Right, right. And now I'm a part of the team. And even though all I do is like the bookkeeping or, you know, simple things – but even though I'm not, you know, directly involved with helping you build this relationship with a client or, or, you know, do the deliverables that they want, I get to be a part of your experience and it's wonderful. You know, that's something that I wouldn't have as a part of our relationship if we weren't in business together. Right. So that's an incredible part of being in business with your partner. Mm-hmm. That part is. It is true. That is. Um, that's the pretty fun. That's the fun part. Um Definitely. You know, and, and um, making your own money, you know, making your own wages and, and making all of that happen. I mean, it's, you can really tangibly say that you did that. Mm-hmm. You sold those, those, those things. You provided that service. That client paid you. Yeah. You know, and that's – And you set your own rate. You chose how much you got to make. Yeah. That's really – that's like amazing. That's magical, isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> You know, no, I think, you know, when you're working for other companies, if you're not in a management position or a higher position, you don't get to direct the ship. You don't get to necessarily do those things that um, I've always found that I wanted to do. Um, I was always in the, okay, this is where we're going. You have to get us there. Or, this yeah. hour, you know, we need you to do these things to, to develop that that part to get us to where we're going. But you don't have any say where we're going. That's where we're going. Right, you right. Know? And I always wanted to be the guy or the person saying, that's where I want to go. I'll go over there. Yes. And I want you guys to get us there. To figure out how to get us there. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's like on the Practical Herbalist for the Herbal Nerd Society, I have had this vision for how I want the articles to be structured, how I want to collect and, and offer information. Mm-hmm. And being in charge of the business means I get to choose that structure and I don't have to do all the writing myself. I can say, well, I'm going to hire this person to write for me. You know, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, you know, Alyssa to write this article because I know she'll do a good job and she's going to be able to hit what I want and I'm going to get where I want to go with her helping me out or with Christina helping me out or with Rebecca helping me out. I mean, I get my author's writing. I'm choosing the direction. I'm, I can tell them, this is exactly what I'm looking for in an article. Can you produce it? And they do. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to do the writing. I mean, I love writing and I love the writing that I do, but it's empowering to be able to say, this is the structure I want. This is the direction I want to go. My people have asked for these topics and I can see how to put that together, but I don't have to do all the work myself. Right. right. So there are a lot of benefits to owning your business. There's a lot of challenges, but at the end, I don't know that I would be happy working for anybody else. So no. this is what I do. No, and honestly, listening to Katja and Ren talking, I mean, there's such joy, such peace and such a joy that they feel. You can hear it in their voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they love what they do and it, it's infectious, you know. All right. So we did have an herbal question and uh, this came from the new, our new chat box on the front of um, the Practical Herbalist. And this one, this is an interesting name. Uh, this is from, uh, and I hope I don't butcher this, so I apologize first, um, Radhika. And Radhika asked, would love to know more about herbs that lower blood pressure. Thank you. It's a pretty, pretty open question. It's but, a really broad topic. But, uh, right. But there are some, I don't know what you want to call them, 
quintessential herbs, Candice? Yeah, there are a few there are a few herbs and there are a few strategies that herbalists use to deal with blood pressure. One of the challenges there is, you know, there's so many potential reasons why blood pressure might be high. Right. And so I'm not going to try to figure that out. Um, the first thing to do, obviously, is figure out why is your blood pressure high? You know, is it high stress environment that you're living in? Do you have a lot of inflammation? Is it a secondary reaction to pharmaceuticals you might be taking? You know, so many different potential questions. You figure that out right. with your herbalist. But if you want to look directly at herbs that are typically added as, I don't know, symptom management, as it were, uh, one of the classic combinations that – or one of the classic herbs that I've seen in Ayurveda is Arjuna, A-R-J-U-N-A. And that one is – and then Hawthorne, which is not necessarily used for high blood pressure in traditional Chinese medicine, but does have a mild – blood pressure reducing uh, effect mm -hmm. paired with Arjuna. The two of them offer a really nice, relatively gentle lowering of the blood pressure. So that's like a – it's called a duiyao or a combination that's effective and they tend to enhance each other. So Arjuna and Hawthorne and when you're looking at Hawthorne, you're looking at the leaf, flower and berry. So mm -hmm. all three together, um, any combination thereof. I personally just go for all three because I figure – it's right. a good bet. Um, one of the ones that Sue recommended, she has a recipe called the Daily Heart Tonic Tincture Blend. And the herbs that she has in that blend, none of them are specifically directly blood pressure lowering, period. They all aim in the direction, though, of helping with a lot of the underlying causes that are often connected with blood pressure. So one of those would be inflammation and another one would be digestion. If you have poor digestion, if you have a lot of systemic inflammation, chances are very high you're also going to have high blood pressure. Maybe not. There might be other areas in your body that are messed up as a result. But blood pressure, pretty pretty decent chance. So her her formula uses rosemary, ginger, nettle, burdock, and hawthorn. And the hawthorn she's using is the all three, leaf, flower, mm -hmm. and berry, uh, which is technically called a haw. But, um, so anyway, this one works, this works at stimulating and improving digestion and then helping to reduce some inflammation. Another one that I've used like when we're talking about improving digestion would be, you know, add fermented foods to your diet, add probiotics to your diet. Consider using something like a combination of black pepper or pipoli with turmeric to help reduce the inflammation part while improving your digestion. You can make a curry, you know, make your food be your medicine sort of thing. Um, in terms of studies, there's been quite a few different studies on types of herbs and foods that lower blood pressure. One of the ones, and I'll put a link in the show notes, that one of the studies that I liked was really just – it was a um, – what do they call that? A overview mm -hmm. where they talk about a lot of different studies and sort of kind of encapsulate what worked, what what didn't work. And some of the herbs that they talk about in there include things like garlic, which has a lot of noted properties for reducing um, blood pressure. Tea, green tea is another big one. Um, oats. And when they're talking about oats, they're, they're talking about you know eating your oatmeal. 
I'm sure that milky oat tincture could help with reducing blood pressure if your blood pressure is stress-reduced or related to your nervous system. But if it's not, then just plain old oatmeal. It's a good idea. They also talked about um, lavender, and I'm fairly certain lavender, the way that lavender is working probably is about releasing stress and reducing overall tension in Mm -hmm. the body and therefore improving blood pressure. One of the ones that I thought was really interesting is that they had in that study, they talked about garlic, tomato, and basil all being really good for lowering blood pressure, which means spaghetti sauce to me. I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm thinking that would be a good way to go. I could eat more spaghetti sauce mm. if I had high blood pressure. I would be happy to eat more spaghetti sauce yeah. to help make that better. Um Supplements like potassium and magnesium are often helpful for lowering blood pressure. They tend to better balance sodium in your system Mm -hmm. and then they help improve nerve function. So that can help. Um, Tulsi and motherwort are often included in formulas for lowering blood pressure, especially if it's related to stress or PMS or hormonal fluctuations. Mm -hmm. Uh, both of those mother warts works on the heart specifically, helping to calm um, things like heart palpitations and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which can in turn re- reduce stress on the whole circulatory system. And then Tulsi is one that's often used as a daily herb for managing stress, but also just for the stress of just living, of life, of being alive. It's an adaptogenic herb, so it helps improve uh, functioning of our adrenal glands. Mm -hmm. And the result is often a a little bit of a lowering of blood pressure. Um, The last one that I was thinking about was celery seed. And that one's been, there's various different studies that have been done on that. I don't know personally, like I haven't done the actual try it out and then see how blood pressure changes. So I can't tell you for sure that a specific formula or the amount that would be needed. But I'm thinking probably if you're adding celery seed to your fermented foods or to your meals in general, you're going to be in better shape. Typically with seeds like that, you're not looking at huge, massive amounts that you need to take. A small amount Mm -hmm. probably do it. Potentially you could use celery seed to make a nice bitters formula, formula. Take that before you, before and after you eat. A lot of times blood pressure is related to diet and lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if that helps, but I hope it does. All right. Well, as always, put put an herb herb on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.